Well, I'm honestly, I'm just going to, this is an honest confession. I did not expect this many people to show up today. <laughs> so I'm, I'm thanking God for that, giving him the glory for that. And uh, this is another honest confession. I worked in several, I've worked in several churches over the last 20 years. And um, being on staff at a church around the holidays, uh, especially around Christmas, you feel like a lifeguard. You get to watch everyone else have fun, and you and your family are basically stuck working. Uh, and that's what it always felt like a job until I came to Redeemer and, and we planted Redeemer. This feels less like a job and it feels more like a delight to do. So we, I really struggled with, should we, have Chris, should we have a Christmas service? Should we not? Really prayed and asked the Lord, Lord, what do we do? And this is what we're about. We're about simplicity. We don't want to confuse or confound the gospel in any way. So we said, we're just going to gather, and whoever shows up, we show up. We're going to gather around the Lord's table in communion, and uh, we're just going to spend some time together here as a church family and have the kiddos in here with us, uh, and we'll just see how it goes. And uh, we, we believe that the Lord will bless that. So we're going to look at Luke chapter 2. If you have your Bibles, if you have it on your phone, or if you have your actual copy with you, we're going to be in Luke chapter 2. Matt just read the sacred text for us out of verses 1 through 7. And I'm going to look at verses 8 through 21. Verse 8 says, And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you, and you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, verse 14, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in their heart, in her heart. Verse 20. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, and it had been told them. Verse 21. And at the end of the eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. I would like for us to see three things this morning as we gather around God's word on this day of Advent. The day we celebrate that the Son of God became man, and his name is Jesus Christ. That's what we're celebrating today as a church family. These are the three things I want us to see in this passage. The shepherd's awe, the angel's song, and Mary's pondering. The shepherds all, the angels song, and Mary's pondering. Each of these three things will help us see why the incarnation of the Son of God, the second person of the Holy Trinity, is vital to the life of the believer. 
First and foremost, in verses 8 and 9 in chapter 2 of Luke, we see that the announcement of the birth of Christ comes to shepherds. Do you see that? It comes to the ones who worked outside the city and kept the sheep by day and by night. This was not a job, listen, this was not a job that everyone vied for. Not everyone applied to be a shepherd. But the message comes to them, and this is from what we can assume in the text, immediately after the birth of Jesus Christ. This proclamation, the proclamation of the good news is to those who humble themselves and keep the animals that were slaughtered for sacrifice, specifically on the Day of Atonement. And also, this is a foreshadowing of the fact that Jesus is our great shepherd who keeps us by day and keeps us by night. Do we see these things here? The ones who are humble and who work outside the city, this is who the message comes to first and foremost. And also as a foreshadowing that Jesus is our great shepherd. And then look at verse 9. In verse 9, we see an appropriate response as the messenger of the Lord announces to them the arrival of the Savior of the world. Look at verse 9. It says this, And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, a messenger of the Lord. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with what? With fear. The Bible's trying to help us see that there was reverence, there was awe here by the shepherds. Now, if you would look at me for just a moment, I want, I want to ask this question. Is this our response at the arrival of Jesus' first advent? And secondly, what will our response be at his second advent? Will we be filled with reverence and awe at his second appearing when he comes as Christ the King and splits the eastern sky? Will we be filled as his people with reverence and awe? Or listen, will you be filled with terror? There's no in between. You're in either one of these two places. We will be filled with reverence and awe and worship him at his appearing, or we will be filled with terror because we will know that on that day, we will sit under the judgment of the wrath of Almighty God. There's only two people. One will worship and the other will be filled with terror. Secondly, in verses 10 through 14, what do the angels say here? It begins with the good news that Jesus is born. And after the angel gives the message, verse 14 tells us that suddenly, we're, we're looking at the book of Mark right now, the gospel of Mark, and Mark uses this word immediately. That's what Luke is saying here. Immediately, suddenly, a multitude of the heavenly host gave God Praise! Can you imagine this song? Can you imagine the song that the shepherds heard the heavenly host sing on that day? 
You think that we have a good worship team here at Redeemer? I love to hear our worship team play and sing, but can you imagine the heavenly host give God glory? That song would have been amazing. And pay attention to verse 14. This is the song that the angels sing. This is the angel's song. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom he is pleased. What is the first thing the angels do? They give God the glory. What is the first thing the Lord Jesus teaches us to do in the Lord's Prayer? To give God the glory. Amen? That's what verse 14 tells us. And then right after that, it says, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Listen, are you among them? Are you among those who are at peace with God? Listen, church, this is the only way to true peace with God and true peace in life is through the perfect life of Jesus Christ, born as a baby, his substitutionary death on that wretched Roman cross. And in three days later, him defeating death in the resurrection. And after a few days spent teaching after about 40 days, he ascends to the right hand of the Father where he sits now until the Father tells him to come and get his church. Are you among them? This is the only way to true peace with God and true peace in life. You might find peace in your kids or in your work or in your spouse for a little while but you will not find true and lasting peace apart from Christ. Amen? And then lastly, the last thing we see in verse 19, I want to, I want to read this for us. It was in the book that Callie read to the kids as well. It says, but Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. Is this our response to the coming of Christ and the proclamation of the gospel? To put it simply, this is what Mary did. Mary worshiped God. She pondered in her heart all that had taken place. The shepherds had come to find the Lord Jesus that the angels had sang of. They came to find him. And Mary pondered these things in her heart. Is today that day, among many other days, as the people of God, that we ponder and we think, and it leads us to rejoice in worship, to give God the glory for what he has done. Listen, if you are trying to find peace apart from Christ, if you are trying to find hope apart from Christ, if you are trying to find joy apart from Christ, you will never find it. You will try to find and put your hope in things that will not give you lasting hope or joy or peace. We, they will all come up empty. 
Put your hope and your trust in the Lord Jesus. Why? Because we are sinners. We have, the Bible says we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And listen, all other world religions say this, work and work and work as hard as you possibly can and be a good person. And maybe you'll get into nirvana or maybe you'll get into whatever it is, purgatory. Maybe you'll get into the good graces of God if you're a good enough person. But the Bible says that none of us can be good enough, that we all need a redeemer. Do you know that if you look back on your life and say, I've been a pretty good person, that you are prideful and God hates pride? Listen, church. We need the good news today, just like we need it any other day. We are hopeless. We are restless. We are sunk in despair apart from Christ. And that is the reason that he came. And that is the reason we gather together to celebrate. And yes, I know there's little kids in here who are hearing this, and we're praying that the Holy Spirit would build kindling around their hearts and ignite it one day and save them. But I'm also praying that for you. I pray often for people who come to our gatherings who might not know Christ, to come to know Christ. So a quick review. God comes to those in lowly and humble estate. The angels praise God for the glorious gospel and his people ponder these things and this leads them to worship. Here in just a moment, we're gonna sing a song and in just a moment, we're gonna take communion. I'm gonna go ahead and invite the Hernandez to come back up. We're gonna take communion, we're gonna go to the Lord's table. And I want us to truly think, ponder, these things in our hearts and in our minds. What God has done for us in the incarnation of the Son of God, that he came and he wrapped himself in flesh, 100% God, 100% man. And the lawgiver, listen to this, the lawgiver became the curse bearer. The lawgiver became the curse bearer. Can we worship him this morning for that? Let's pray.